Matthew 7, verses 13 and 14. Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. We're just going to be looking at two verses tonight as we start the On My Way series. Um, and I'm going to read these for you. <clears throat> this is Jesus teaching at the, uh, what we call the Sermon on the Mount. This is a series of teachings by Jesus uh, about what it means um, <clears throat> to be in the kingdom of heaven and to follow after God. And excuse my voice, it's probably going to come in and out. I've been a little bit sick recently, but I'll try my best. Verse 13, enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it. Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it. Verse 14, but small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life. And only a few find it. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this uh, opportunity to join together and and look at your word. And I pray over the next few weeks as we're talking about um, the direction of our lives and where we're going. um, It's something that's that's so applicable for all of us, whether we um, call ourselves Jesus followers or not. um, We're all going in a direction, and uh, we all want to know how to get there. And so... um, Lord, I just pray that uh, over over these next few minutes that we will just hear from you, that we'll focus, um, and that we will will, um, just really listen to what you're telling us about where we're going in life and how to get there. Um, And I pray that most of all, we would just know that you are for us and not against us and that you want what is best for us. We ask all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Hey, I know, um, I know we're a little sad today. Um, I know that we are a little bit distraught tonight in the city of Jacksonville. Um, but I just want to challenge you over these next 30 minutes, um, to really just listen, uh, to what God might have for you because this is, uh, this is a very important series. This is a series where we really kind of talk about, um, the direction uh, of your life. And, and we all, especially the older we get, uh, the, the closer we get to graduation, all that kind of stuff, we wonder, like, where am I going? I want to do the A, B, and C when I, when I grow up. And the truth is we all have a dream for our lives. We all have, like, a goal for our lives. We all want something for ourselves. We want something in our future. Um, nobody, like, just, nobody just wants their life to be terrible. Nobody just wants to be like, oh, I can't wait. I, ho- I hope I grow up and, like, all these terrible things happen to me. And, like, I push everybody away and, and I just end up with nothing and nobody um, alone in an alley. Like, nobody wants that. Everybody uh, is born and grows up wanting something, want, having a dream for their life and for their future. So I want you to think about it. I want everybody to close your eyes. Close your eyes. I want you to imagine yourself in 10 years. So add 10 years to whatever you are. If you're a sixth grader, maybe you're going to be 22. If you're a 12th grader, maybe you're going to be 28, 27, 29, somewhere in there. So think about that age that you're going to be. And I want you to think, what, we, what do you want your life to look like at that point in 10 years? What do you want your life to look like? There are no wrong answers. This is, this is for you. Just think about it. Where do you want to live? Where do you want to live? What city, what country, an apartment, a house? Do you want to be renting? Do you want to have bought a house? Do you want to be in a dorm at college? Like where do you want to live? Where do you want to be going to college or have gone 
to college? Where do you want to be working or what career do you want to be in? Do you want to be a doctor? Do you want to be a teacher? Do you want to be uh, working um, in law enforcement? Do you want to be working in sports or something like that? Do you want to be working in ministry? Like, Where do you want to be working? This is your dream. This is your future. This is what you want. Don't worry about what people say is possible. Don't worry about what people say is impossible. Just think about it for yourself. Where do you want to be? Where do you want to be working? What do you want your family, family to look like? Do you want to be married? Or do you want to be on the way to being married? Do you want to be single? Do you want to have kids? Do you want to not have kids? Like, what do you want your family to look like? What do you want your relationship with your parents and your siblings to look like in 10 years? What kind of car do you want to be driving? Do you want to have a car at all? How much money do you want to have? Do you want to be rich? Do you want to have just enough? What do you want to do with your money? What do you want uh, friendship-wise? Like, do you want a lot of friends? Do you want a few really close friends? Do you want to just be alone in the middle of nowhere by yourself? What is is the future that you want? Just imagine that. Ten years from now, what, what do you want life to be like? What do you want to be thinking and feeling? Do you want to be a happy person? Most of us do. Some of us might not want to be. Do you want to be a happy person? Do you want to be content? Where do you want to be in 10 years? Now open your eyes. You got that picture in your mind. Now now the question I have for us is, why do we all have dreams and yet so many people don't get to that place they want to go? Like have you ever just like, maybe you see someone that's, that's uh, maybe homeless. Um, Maybe you see someone um, that uh, <clears throat> that has some addiction. Maybe, maybe you see someone that, that seems to be so unhappy in life. Have you ever have you ever wondered, like, to yourself, like they probably didn't want to be where they're at. They probably didn't want to end up where they're at. They probably had dreams. They probably had hopes. They probably had a different future in mind when they were in middle school and high school. Their parents probably had a different future for them when they were born and when they were a little kid. So why don't people get where they want to go? If we all have a place we want to go, why do so many of us fall short or end up in a different place? Now imagine this. Imagine you want to go to New York City. Any of you ever been to New York City? Raise your hand. New York City's a great place. I always thought like this is the most, that I would just like never want to go there. I'd never want to live there. It's like, it seems terrible and just loud and dirty and all that kind of stuff. And I went there a few years ago and I was like, man, this place is awesome. Like I love New York. And then Karen and I went a couple years ago and man, New York's great. Like if you want authentic Chinese food, you go to Chinatown. If you want like authentic Italian food, you go to Little Italy. If you want like awesome pizza, you go like anywhere. You want to ride on the subway. Like you just go down these stairs and like for like really cheap, you get on this train. And then like five minutes later, you're like in a different place. It's like Kind of like teleportation, like you just like a rot, you come up and you're like, oh man, I'm like in a different area. You can go to Central Park, you can go ice skating, got the cold weather, everybody's bundled up, at least when I go, because um, I've been in January and, and in December. If you've gone around Christmas time, you see all the Christmas lights and the shopping, and if you're into shopping, there's like stores everywhere and, and like clothes everywhere, and, um, and there's always something to do, and there's always somewhere to be, and there's Yankee games and Mets games and Giants and and Knicks games, and all that kind of stuff. There's, there, there's sporting events everywhere. you got Broadway. Like, there's a ton to do. So imagine, imagine you want to go to New York City. So you plan the trip, right? 
You get on Amazon and you buy you a, like, a, like a nice jacket because you know you're going in winter and it's going to be cold. Um, you go ahead and look up, uh, look up restaurants that you're going to go to. You look up shows. You buy tickets to sporting events at Broadway. You get a couple friends um, and, and, you've, and you, you're making plans together. You, you book your hotels. You, you do all that. And, uh, and you're super excited about it. You, you can't wait to go to New York City. And you've thought everything about it. You pack all the jeans, you pack your boots, you pack uh, your scarves, and you pack your gloves, and you're ready to go up there. You're ready to embrace the cold weather. You're ready to ice skate and see everything there is to see. And so um, in this circumstance, you don't have a ton of money, and so you decide we're going to drive. So you, you pack up all your stuff one night and, uh, or one morning, and you, you, you go pick up your friend. You pick up your next friend, and y'all are all on your road trip. You go down JTB, and you get on 95, and you start driving towards New York City. And you're, ta- you're talking about it the whole way. You're like, man, I can't wait to see Times Square. I can't wait to, to, to see the lights. I can't wait to go to the Empire State Building, go to the Rockefeller Center and see the, the Christmas tree. Like, man, I can't wait. I can't wait to get to New York City. You're talking about it and you're talking about all the things you're going to do, all the things you've seen other people do. You're on Instagram looking up hashtag NYC and you're like looking at everything everybody else is doing and, and you're just pumped up about your trip. And as you drive, you're looking at your little temperature gauge, and, and, and if you have like a temperature that shows the outdoor, outdoor temperature, I always watch it as I'm going north and watch it get lower and lower, and I like cold weather, so I'm like, oh, that's great. It's getting colder and colder. Um, <clears throat> and as you look at it, it's not really changing. And then you see a road sign. It says Daytona Beach, and you're like, huh, like Daytona Beach? I don't think that's on the way to, to New York City. But you keep on driving, and then you keep on going, and now you're going into West Palm Beach. You're like, huh, like, I, well, that, that's that's kind of odd. I thought West Palm Beach was south of Jackson, but you keep on driving. And then you arrive in a big city with skyscrapers, and you open up the door, and you get out, and it's hot as Hades, and you're sweating like crazy. Everybody's speaking Spanish, and where are you? You're in Miami. Why are you in Miami? Because you got on I-95, but you went south instead of north. See, you wanted to go to New York City, right? You had all the plans, you had all the clothes, you had all the stuff, you had talked about it, you got on I-95, and you just went in the wrong direction. And you intended to be in New York City. You intended to go to Broadway shows. You intended to, to spend your time in that city, but you went in the wrong direction. See, it's not your intentions that, that, that messed you up. It is the fact that I-95 South doesn't go to New York City. And no matter how long you stay on the road, you're never going to end up in New York City because you are not going in the right direction. See, we're all on a path somewhere. All of us are on a path somewhere. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter if you're single or dating someone or married. It doesn't matter if you're successful or not. It doesn't matter if you're good looking or not. It doesn't matter even if you're a Christian or not. We're all headed somewhere. And some of our paths are good. Some of them not so good. But we're all on our way somewhere. We're all on our way somewhere. Maybe in one area of your life, you're on a good path. Maybe you're in a good path with your academics and with sports or something. Maybe you're on a bad path when it comes to, to friendships or with your family or when it comes to just maybe, maybe habits that are in your life. But we're all on a path somewhere. And here's the first thing, if you're taking notes, your choices and lifestyle today are leading you somewhere tomorrow. It's very important, very important. Your choices in lifestyle, your choices in lifestyle, nobody else's, yours, that you make today as a 13-year-old, as a 16-year-old, 
They are leading you somewhere tomorrow. They're leading you somewhere tomorrow. And I want you to ask yourself, do you like where that is leading you? I want you to think about the path you're on right now. Do you like the path that you're going on? If what you do today affects your future, do you like that? Are your choices and lifestyle today leading you to the place where you want to be in 10 years? Like you all got, guys, you all imagined where you wanted to be in 10 years. Is your lifestyle and choices today putting you on a path towards that place that you imagined at the beginning of this sermon? Now, what I want to do is I want to share a principle with you that can determine where you end up in life. This whole On My Way series um, is based on a book that I read about 12 or 13 years ago called Principle of the Path. It's a book by Andy Stanley. I'd highly recommend that you read it because it will go even more in depth than we do in this series. But um, it talks about this, this principle, this principle in life. So first of all, I want to talk about what is a principle. What is a principle? A principle is a truth or reality that affects you whether you like it or not. A truth or reality that affects you whether you like it or not. Let me give you an example. Everybody here has heard of gravity, correct? Yes. There we go. You drop a pin, and what's it going to do? It falls. It doesn't just float in the air. It doesn't just levitate there. It falls. You jump up, and you come you come down. If you step off the side of a cliff, what happens? You fall. And then you probably die as well. But you fall. Why? Because gravity is pulling you towards the center of the earth. And here's the thing about gravity. You don't have to believe in it for it to affect you. You don't have to like it. You don't have to know what it means. You don't, know how, you don't have to know who discovered it. You don't have to know anything about gravity. You could never even hear the word gravity. But guess what? It affects your life. It affects you daily. Because a principle is a truth or reality that affects you whether you like it or not. Imagine a little baby. A baby doesn't know what gravity is. A baby doesn't know uh, what it means, never heard the word, never learned about it in school, never, never uh, learned about the speeds at which things fall or anything like that. But when a baby stands up in its high chair and it loses its balance and it falls to the ground, guess what? The baby is affected by the principle of gravity. And it doesn't matter that the baby didn't understand it. It doesn't matter that the baby didn't know. It doesn't matter that the baby doesn't know what gravity is or, to, or whether they like it or not. It still affects them. And so a principle is something that affects you whether you like it or not, whether you're young or old, whether you're a girl or a boy, whether you uh, grew up in church or not, whether you have a good family or bad family, whether you're rich or poor, a principle is something that affects all of us. It's a truth or reality that affects you whether you like it or not. So what I want to do is I want to share with you a principle that you can use to help you or you can ignore it and suffer. And this is really all comes down to wisdom. You can either listen or not. You can take this, uh, this wisdom, this principle and, and move forward and help you find your way in life and experience a life that uh, maybe you could dream about, maybe you always hoped for, or you could just ignore it Keep on doing what you're doing and suffer the consequences. So here it is. Here it is. Are you ready? Are you ready? Your intensity is is just 
Oh, it's, it's grabbing me. Here it is. Here's the principle. Direction, not intention, determines our destination. We're going to say this together. Direction, not intention, determines our destination. One more time with a little bit. I know y'all were excited about the Jags earlier, and now you're all sad. But listen, get a little bit behind this. Come on. Direction, not intention, determines our destination. That's right. And so here is what this means. Remember our fake vacation that we talked about to New York City? You intended to go to New York City. You planned to go to New York City, but ultimately you went in the direction of Miami. You didn't go in the right direction, and it didn't matter how bad you wanted to be in New York City. When you got out of the car, you were in Miami because that's the direction that you went. Here's the truth. Your path right now, your decisions right now, and I know some of you are like, I'm a 15-year-old guy. What I do right now doesn't affect me when I'm 30. Yes, it does. Oh, I'm just 13. I'm just in eighth grade. I I, I have time to figure things out later. Sure you do. But but it doesn't change the fact that your path right now is affecting your future, whether you like it or not. This principle that your direction determines your destination and not what you want, not what you hope for, not what you want to happen is so vitally important. I I just want to kind of walk through that for a second. I want you to think about relationships. Let's imagine someone wants to one day be married in a healthy marriage and have a healthy family that, 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 just, that just isn't perfect but is, is, is healthy. Imagine that you want that. And many of you want it. Some of you don't want it. That's okay. It's not about that. If that person who wants that is spending their days right now going from relationship to relationship, not taking anything seriously, sleeping with whoever, hooking up with whoever, giving themselves away to whoever the next crush of the week is, hanging out with guys or girls that they would never in a million years actually want to be in a relationship with, that they're, that they're practicing things that maybe they wouldn't want in their future. They're cheating on people, they're, they're unfaithful, all these kind of things. We would say, That person is not headed in a direction towards a healthy marriage. It's not judgment. It's just the truth. You're not headed in a direction towards a a, a committed one-on-one relationship for your lifetime if you're just going around and doing whatever you want, sleeping with whoever you want. You're putting yourself in a situation where you're you're just not, um, you're you're not in healthy relationships. You're not being with people that you would want to be with long-term. You're just not putting yourself in a good situation to end up in that place. Let's talk about money. If you one day want to have a lot of money and you want to have a lot of money saved up, and, that, and I would say most of us, money's not bad. The Bible doesn't say money's bad, but it says we should manage it well, that we should be generous with it, um, that we should save it. Uh, let's say you one day want to be, um, you want to be rich. Well, if right now you never show up to work, you hardly ever work, um, you don't try hard, very hard in school, uh, you, you waste money on frivolous things. You, you, you don't research what you spend your money on. Uh, you just spend it like crazy. You don't save anything. You're very selfish with it. If you do all those things, you're probably not going to be in a good place in 10 or 20 years. Why? Because you are on a path right now towards financial downfall because you're not setting yourself up for success. 
Let's, let's talk about school. If all you do is skip, not study, don't do your homework, never take it seriously, guess what? You're probably not gonna do very well. You're probably not gonna get into the college you wanna go to. And then when you're, when, when you're in 12th grade, you might say, oh, I can't believe God didn't let me go to that college. Did he not let you go to the college? Or did you just never apply yourself? It was your fault, not God's fault. And yet you just said, ah, well, I can't believe God did that. Well, really, you did it. Because you went on a path that put you in a direction <clears throat> that you didn't end up wanting to be in. And so if you want to be in a certain place academically one day, then you've got to start now. Let's talk about even physical and health. If you want to be healthy one day, if you want to be 40 years old and have a six pack and be like bench pressing your kids and like doing all that kind of stuff, like if you want to be that guy or that girl, guess what? If you're sitting on the couch eating Twinkies and pizza every single night of the week, you never get up, you never go to the gym, you never walk anywhere, you're on the escalator and the little moving sidewalk all the time, guess what's not going to happen? You're not going to have a six pack. You're not going to be very healthy. Your arteries are going to be clogged because you are not on a path towards healthiness or or, or where you want to be physically. Last one, talking about God. If you want to be a certain person and in a certain relationship with God when you're 28 years old and you're not willing to go to church, be in life groups, serve, give, read scripture, worship, talk to God. Like if you're not willing to do any of those things, but you say, oh, well, one day I want to be a pastor. One day I want to be a missionary. One day I want to be a life group leader. Can I tell you, there's some students that have said, one day I want to be a life group leader and they didn't put themselves on a path towards that and they didn't become a life group leader. Why? Not because, oh, Ryan's so mean, he won't let me be a life group leader, because they chose a different path. It's very simple. And we have a lot of students in this room or people in this room that have been students in this ministry that are now life group leaders because they set themselves on a path when they were 14, 15, 16 years old to be where they are today. Man, if you want to be close to God in 10 years, if you want to have a great prayer life, if you want to know more about Scripture, if you want to be content and fulfilled and have a purpose for your life in God's kingdom, then guess what? You have to start now. And a lot of times you're like, oh, well, I'll get, into, I'll get into it when I'm in college. No, you won't. If you don't do it now, you won't do it in college. Well, I'll do it when I have kids. Eh, probably not. It, it, we, we always say, well, I'll just do it later. Well, guess what we can't get back? We can't get time back. Once time's gone, it's over. And we have no chance to return back to the past. So direction, not intention, determines our destination. Quickly, I'm going to tell you about a guy in the Bible. His name was Samson. <clears throat> a lot of you have heard of Samson. And in the Old Testament, there were these, uh, these people called judges, and it was before kings. Um, and they were kind of like governors of the Israel people. And, um, and so God would send them to kind of govern and judge Israel. And they would lead, and a lot of them were warriors. And there was this guy named Samson. And Samson was, uh, Samson was like hardcore super strong, and the spirit of the God was on him. He was set apart from a young age. His mother was told by an angel, like, this man is going to deliver Israel from the hand of its enemies. But he finds himself at the end of his life chained to a pillar, surrounded by his enemies who are laughing at him, spitting on him, mocking him, treating him like a clown, like an animal. His eyes are gouged out, his hair is cut, and he has no strength. Now, I know that Samson did not intend to be in that place. 
God had said from the very beginning, your son's gonna be this great man. He had done all these amazing things. One time he killed like a thousand people with a donkey's jawbone. Like this guy was insane. Like he was like Hercules. And yet he finds himself at the end of his life completely weak with his eyes gouged out by his enemies in the absolute worst situation as a laughing object for an entire nation. And we wonder, how did he get there? How did someone with so much promise that had such a great future end up in that place? Well, the thing with Samson is he had intentions, but that wasn't the direction he took. See, he married someone that wasn't part of his tribe. He hung out with people that weren't a part of his tribe. He found out about this girl named Delilah, and Delilah kind of like took advantage of him, and he allowed his lust and sex and a bad decision to pull him away. He gambled with his power. He gambled with his future, and he found himself in a place where he did not intend on being, but that was the direction that he took. He could have been like the mightiest warrior ever, and yet he fell so far short of what he could have been because he took a different direction. He didn't intend to be there. He didn't intend to be in a terrible place and not have eyes in his head. Like that. Uh, Nobody intends to have that situation happen to them. But he went in a direction that put him in a situation where he was able to be defeated by his enemies. So what I want you to ask yourself as we close is this, what path am I on? What path am I on? What path am I on? Remember what Matthew 7, verse 13 and 14 says. Jesus is talking in the New Testament. And he says, there's two paths you can take. Now, he gives his advice at the beginning. He says, you should enter through the narrow gate. And then he explains the two. He says, you've got one, and it's wide, and everyone's going down, and it's fun. It seems easy. Everybody's headed in that direction. But it's leading to a bad place. It's leading to destruction. And you may not see it now, but it's going to happen. He says, but there's this other path. It's a little smaller, a little bit harder to find. There's not as many people on it. It might not seem as easy in the moment, but it is leading to life. Each of you right now, boys and girls, middle schoolers and high schoolers are headed in a direction. I don't necessarily know what direction you're headed in. Maybe, maybe just a few people know. Maybe you're the only one that really knows, you and God. But you're headed in a direction. And for some of you, it's, it's really not lining up with where you wanna be in your future. See, some of you are in a situation where you want these things in 10, 20 years. You want all these amazing things for your life, but you are not putting yourself on the path to get there. And it doesn't matter how bad you want to go. It doesn't matter how hard you're going to try. If you don't get on the right path now, how are you going to get to that place? It's not about where you want to go, where you intend to go. It's where you're actually going. So listen, if one day you want to be in a successful job with a family and, and, and all that kind of stuff, you want to be in a healthy relationship with friends and, and family and um, in a good place with God and have enough money and, and be content and be successful, guess what? Smoking weed ain't getting you there. Failing out of classes ain't getting you there. Skipping ain't getting you there. Being selfish, it ain't getting you there. Being prideful, 
It's not getting you there. Stabbing all your friends in the back, it's not gonna get you to a place where you have healthy relationships. Treating people like they're less important than you not gonna get you to a place where you're in healthy relationships or where you're in a good place. Guess what's gonna happen? Eventually everyone's gonna say bye. We don't wanna be around you anymore. And then at that point you might say, oh gosh, I can't believe God took away all my friends. No, 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 no. You took away all your friends because you went down a path and you may not have liked where the path ended up, but that was the path you were on. So I want you to ask yourself, what path am I on? What path am I on? What decisions am I making now that do not get me to where I want to go? On your chairs, we, we, we gave you a card and we're gonna, we're gonna do a response with this. So just grab the card. It might be underneath you. It might be on the floor. It might be in the seat next to you. And it's got four areas. It's got four sections. And it says, um, in no particular order, it says mentally, relationally, physically, and spiritually. And what we want you to do over these next couple minutes, we're just gonna give you a couple minutes to respond before we, we close in worship, is uh, <clears throat> what we want you to do is we want you to write some goals that you have for your life in those areas. So in 10 years, actually first, what I want you to write up in the top left-hand corner is how old are you gonna be in 10 years? Write down that age in the top left-hand corner. Write down that age. And then just begin writing down some things you want for yourself. Maybe in the relationally section, maybe you just say, this is what I, this is what I want my relationship with my parents to look like or my siblings. Maybe, maybe I want to be married. Maybe I want to be on the way to marriage. Maybe I just want to be in a committed, good relationship. Other relationships that you might think of is, um, where do you want to be um, with friends? Where do you want to be as far as having kids? Where do you want to be relationally in 10 years? Because again, if you want to be in a good place, the decisions you're making now affect that future. There may be some things that you do now that will eliminate options for you later on. And you can go over to the, um, to, the, to the physically section and maybe you just write down some of the, the things that you want uh, for yourself physically, whether it's health, whether it's, you could write a, a height and a weight on there. I, I don't care what you put. You can put down whatever you want. And you may say, oh, well, who cares about physical? Well, a lot of people care about physical, but we should all have goals and really in every section of our lives. We shouldn't just ignore certain parts of our lives. So if you... If you have some some goals in that area, just put down what those are. And then there's the spiritually section. Put where you want to be in 10 years spiritually. Maybe it's just, I just want to be a Christian. Maybe it is, man, I want to to have a great prayer life and and be able to talk to God about anything. Maybe it's, I want to be a pastor. Maybe it's, I want to be a life group leader or missionary. Maybe it's, um, I want to be involved in a campus ministry because I'll be in college. Maybe it's, I want to be leading my kids towards Christ. Whatever it is, put those goals down. And the other one is mentally. And um, <clears throat> mentally can kind, of, uh, can kind of involve a lot of different things. This can involve your academics. This can involve 
your career. This can involve um, just kind of where you are as a person. Are you, are you content? Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you angry? What are your goals mentally? Where do you want to be in 10 years? With your education, with your career. You can even include in the mentally section finances because they really come down to intelligence and wisdom. And so maybe you can write down in that area where you want to be with money. We'll give you, we'll give you a few more moments uh, after I pray to just kind of respond to this and you can respond during the last song. Um, <clears throat> but these are just for you. No one else is going to see them because I did this like 12 years ago and I still have my little shred of paper when I wrote down where I wanted to be in 10 years. But what I want you to do <clears throat> after you finish writing down all the, all the different little uh, goals that you have for the next 10 years is I want you to grade yourself where you are right now on the path towards those things. So if you say, man, I'm making all the right decisions to get towards where I wanna be in 10 years in this area, put an A. If you say, uh, I, need to, I need to tighten up a few things, I might be heading in the wrong direction, put a B. If you say, uh, I could, I'm, I'm kinda okay in some areas, not okay in the other areas, put a C. If you're like, man, I wanna go in this direction, but I'm headed in the absolute opposite direction, put a D, put an F. And what I want you to just notice is if you want something in 10 years and you are giving yourself a C, D, or F right now, then there has to be a course correction. Because the only way that the person going to New York City actually gets to New York City once they realize they're going south is they have to turn around and they have to go the opposite direction. And you can't change the past. You can't change what's happened over the past 10 years or or five months, or even three weeks, or two days. You can't change that. All you can change is where you go from here on out. So some of you have to make some tough decisions to say, I'm going to turn away from that, and I'm going to turn towards something else. <clears throat> Y'all can continue to write, continue to respond as we close in worship. I'm going to pray for you guys, and, uh, and then we'll, uh, we'll close with a song. Heavenly Father, I pray over each and every one of these students and adults. I pray that we would all realize we're on our way somewhere. That we don't just live life in neutral, that we're not just sitting still, but we're all going in a direction. Lord, there are some students and adults in this room that are going in the opposite direction of where you want them to be and where they want them to be. Lord, I pray that we'd be honest with ourselves that we would realize that we can't just magically appear somewhere, but that we have to actually go in that direction. Lord, I pray we'll be honest as we write down these things. I pray that we would know that you actually do want what's best for us. That's why you give us your word. That's why you said, go down the narrow path, not the wide path that leads to destruction. You asked us to go down the narrow path that leads to life. Lord, I pray that we would do that. We would go in the direction that leads to life, that leads to the future full of hope, full of our dreams. We know you love us. We thank you for that. In your name we pray. Amen.